0: Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy and I am back in studio and I am sitting where I want to sit, doing what I want to do with who I want to do it with. That is a good, good combination and I am so blessed and so encouraged and so excited to be here. You know, uh, this is um, such an amazing journey we are on and to not share it uh, with each other would be wrong on so many levels uh, that uh, we must, right? And because if we don't, especially for those of us who have a monotheistic relationship with God, right, our creator, or even if we are just a pure 12-stepper, which Uh, God is defined as a power greater than yourself that can be whatever you want, however you want it, regardless if we are true to the program of recovery and following the 12 steps, we must get to step 12 where having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to, to alcoholics and to practice these principles in all our affairs, right? So that just encompasses a very holistic approach to living but it has to do with spirituality and it has to do with sharing what we have gotten along the way so uh, I'm going to just start right away at the end of this podcast I'll let you know how to reach me so if you are coming to me uh, via uh, Instagram recovery underscore guy or recovery org I'm just glad that you're here and stick around for the end of the podcast so I can let you know how you can be more involved. Uh, You know, last week, because I discuss everything with Laura, Laura is not only my wife of over 31 years, uh, we've been together over 32 years, but she's my best friend. And she's a friend of the program, even though she's not in personal recovery, (laughs) unless you talk about she's got to recover from being with me for this many years. That's a possibility. Uh, she likely needs clinical help by this time. Uh, but seriously, Laura is my best friend when it comes to really helping hone and understand and refining this message. She listens to the messages, not only because she likes to support the podcast, but she really does enjoy them and even the blogs. Um, but she's my critique because I know where she's coming from. I know that I can trust her and I know that what she tells me, whether it's uh, structurally, grammarly, uh, or practically, it's going to be on target. And as we were chatting, and I happened to mention Experience, Strength, and Hope in one of my other podcasts. And she said, you know what, Robert, you've never expounded on that. So that's what we're going to do today. Today's podcast is entitled Experience, strength and hope and on many occasions you have heard me refer to experience uh, strength and hope and for those of you with a 12-step background and certainly Alcoholics Anonymous you will have heard this countless times uh, in meetings because it's read in the preamble of Alcoholics Anonymous Alcoholics Anonymous is a fellowship of men and women who share their experience, strength, and hope with each other, that we might solve our common problem, and to help others, to other alcoholics, to recover from alcoholism, to help us recover. We share this, and I really believe that these three are foundational to the fellowship, our recovery, and at the very foundation of who we are. Would you would you agree with that? I mean, what else do we have, right? Any way you want to color it, all of us are made up of experience. Some of us have a strength. Strength is usually defined uh, as a positive. But I would imagine you could have a, a negative strength that's pulling you in a different direction. And for those of us who look to become well, we certainly... Uh, have hope right Um, and I love John Maxwell's quote if there's hope in the future there's power in the present I love the connection there so these three I think they really direct us into what to share and certainly what to rely on experience strength and hope is woven together, they're independent, but they're woven together to create a a perfect mosaic, a perfect picture of what the entirety of our personal recovery uh, can, and in many cases, does look like. Every person I have known in recovery who has recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body, who has been delivered from a a position of failure and a future of despair. Every one of them has experience, strength, and hope. And this is a universal transcendence, I believe no matter where you are at in your recovery path, you have experience, you have strength, and you have hope. So no matter where you and I are on the scale or on the timeline, as it were, of our personal recovery, where we are at in our recovery, who we are recovering with, what we are recovering from, because at the end of the day, To me, and this has been my experience, there's really no difference. You know, again, I come from a background of alcoholism was my primary. Drug addiction was right along with it. I became addicted to pornography. Uh, I became a compulsive overeater. I subsequently became bulimic. And when I moved to Las Vegas in 1980, I started that road of... uh, being a compulsive gambler, and obviously all of my emotions were a wreck. So I was in many different areas, and one of the universal things that I have found in every 12-step meeting, every recovery center I've either been a part of or I've worked in, everyone has experience, strength, and hope. And if we focus on it correctly, and if our motives are right, we will find more common ground and commonality than we would have expected. Even to the degree, again, you know, Susie is such a dear friend to Laura and me, and and what a great friend she is to. Uh, recovery guy movement and if you haven't checked out Susie's blog at least once a month she agrees to uh, to write a blog for us so I usually post it on a Wednesday this last week was uh, a saving is saving and what a great insight from Susie and again such a dear friend and such a wonderful insight as she has recovered but she is and she is still involved in recovery right we do recover and we stay recovered by staying in recovery. So it's a noun and it's an active verb that allows us to maintain the noun. For all of you grammar people out there, I'm not one of them, but I know that much about grammar. And every one of us has experienced strength and hope. And, and if I talked to Susie long enough, and, and I have, and if you did, you would find that uh, whether you're coming from alcoholism, some type of behavioral uh, condition uh, or challenge, whether it's gambling or or uh, uh, bulimia or anorexia or pornography, you would find a common ground with Susie because at the end of the day, we all recover the same way, right? And one of the ways we do that going back to today is our experience, strength, and our hope. So the first thing we want to do today is let's let's first look at experience. So experience is defined, from my friends at dictionary.com, experience is defined as knowledge or practical wisdom gained from what one has observed, encountered, or undergone. Isn't that a great definition? It's experience defining as knowledge or practical wisdom gained from what one has observed, encountered, or undergone. Now, wisdom is positive. Knowledge is not necessarily positive because I can have knowledge of Something in my negative experience when I was out there, uh, as Chris T laughs every time he hears me say it, as I was out there ripping and running, right? Um, I might have knowledge of that, but it was killing me. That knowledge was killing me. Um, but now I come in and I'm and I've gained practical wisdom, right? So it's a knowledge or it's practical wisdom. And I gain it by what I have observed, and I've encountered, or I've undergone. And that's why experience doesn't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily get assigned a positive or a negative. It is neutral, I think, in my experience, there's that word, it is neutral because my experience could be killing me or my experience could be saving me because at the end of the day, it's knowledge. Now, once once we employ that part of the definition that says it is practical wisdom, then, right, because all wisdom comes from God. All wisdom comes from on high. All wisdom is... Uh, is an extra spiritual way of thinking that's divinely delivered to me. That is my personal opinion. I'd love to have a conversation with you on that if you don't agree. Just email me, message me, call me, whatever. We'll have a chat. So we gain this by what we have observed. What have we seen on our journey? One of the great things about recovery and and I really hope we get done with this COVID thing soon because, boy, do I miss the rooms of recovery. And so many newcomers experience this as well. Sometimes I don't even I don't know how newcomers even make it. Let me know if I can help you. If you're new or relatively new to recovery, reach out to me. Let me know. Uh, if you can't afford life coaching, let me know if you're in that condition and we'll work something out because we're really under an extra strain because we don't have that proximity. I'm so grateful that I got to observe real people of recovery. So when I would walk into the rooms and I would see Steve M and I knew what he was doing and I could I could hear him, I could see him, I could watch him, I could I could observe him going through life or Or Fast Eddie, Eddie P. And what a great example he is to this day with over 35, I think 36 years of personal recovery. Eddie P is still doing it. He's still killing it. Same with Scott Shields. Same with Will Kessler. Slow Will. Over 40 years. I got to observe these people. Jack Fisher, my sponsor, who passed away of cancer at 44 years. I got to observe and gain practical wisdom. Practical wisdom is gained by now what I observe. I encounter and subsequently I undergo because I had a spiritual awakening as a result of the steps. Isn't that wonderful? Just see how that all ties together with our own personal recovery. So that's experience. Strength, you're going to like this one as well. Strength is the quality or state of being strong. <laughs> Don't you love being strong? Doesn't that just make you feel strong, right? So it's the quality. I love that quality because it doesn't necessarily invoke quantity. It just means it's the quality. And quality can happen anywhere along the timeline. It's not contingent on six months. Nine months, 12 months, 20 years, 30 years. Quality is quality. It's the quality or state of being strong. It is a mental power. It is a, are you ready? It is a force, right? We we can't see it. We can be it, but we can't see it. Like you can't see wind. You can see debris in the wind. You can see what wind does to the trees, but you can't see wind. It is a force. It is a moral... Are you ready? I'm. Get, you know, I already read this. But reading it to you really humbles me. Because the next thing is, it's a moral power. Isn't that wonderful? It's a moral power. Power. I had no morality when I was living the way I was living in my addiction. I was without a moral compass. (laughs) My moral compass did not point true north. It pointed wherever I wanted it to point so I could get what I wanted or needed to get in the moment. But today... My strength is a moral power. I have the strength to do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. I have morality. I have right and wrong living in me. And it is a power to make the right choices. Doesn't that blow your mind? It does mine. It is a firmness. It is courage. I love the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity. Because I want the courage and the strength. I want the courage to do the right things. My lion, if you, I'll send you a picture of it sometime. I'll post it on Instagram or something like that. But I've got this great lion that Alan, my tattoo guy does. My artist guy does it. Zen tattoo here in Salt Lake City. And uh, I have this lion and, and, it, uh, and then I met this person on the phone from West Africa and their name was uh, Sundiata. And so in a conversation with Sundiata, I found out that Sundiata meant hungering lion, right? And so now I've got Sundiata on top of my lion because it is hungering lion. It is always thirsting for courage, There's never enough. I never have enough strength. I'm always striving for it. I'm looking for that firmness. And that firmness means I am unmovable. I am firm. I might bend a little, but I don't break. I am firm in my positions. I am firm in my decisions. I am firm in where I stand, in my moral power. Isn't that fantastic? And then... When used as a noun, you're going to love hope as well. When used as a noun, I'll show you as a noun and a verb. When used as a noun, hope is the feeling, you ready? Hope is the feeling that what is wanted can be had. (laughs) I love that. What is wanted can be had because I'm employing my experience and my strength, and it gives me a hope, a real hope, not a false hope, not a wish, right? This is hope built on experience and strength. And it is the feeling, just believing, just knowing that what is wanted can be had. Now, I have to be careful, because I can't presume or assume what God's timeline is, but I can still have the feeling that what I want, I can have. Or that events will turn out for the best. That I can project a good, positive outcome that the best that can possibly turn out, it will. Why? Because I have the experience I'm relying on my strength and that gives me a realistic hope, not a pie in the sky. It's not something, oh, I wish, I wish this would happen and then I'm not doing anything about it because I'm employing my experience. I'm I'm calling upon my strength. So my hope becomes real that the events will turn out for the best. And then I like that it is a particular instance of a feeling. I love that. It's a particular instance. So drill it down. Find out what's particular for you. What's right for you. What do you want to turn out best for you? That is your hope. As a a verb, it is to look forward. Are you ready? I love this because I love looking out and seeing where I can be. And this is my hope. It is to look forward to with the desire... Are you ready? A reasonable confidence. So what I'm looking for is not unreasonable because I'm basing it on the foundation of my experience and my strength. I'm very realistic. I'm very reasonable. I have reasonable expectations. I've set the bar high. Why not? But it's still reasonable, just like in goal setting. Goals have to be attainable. Why would you set a goal that you couldn't reach or that you practically could not get to over uh, uh, incremental over time doing the right things? It is to believe, desire, or trust. Isn't that wonderful? To believe, desire, or trust. And I do those things. I, I trust in God. The Bible says to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on to your own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. I'm sure you have an equivalent scripture or spiritual reading that would go along with that. Trust is so important. Without trust, there, there is no hope. We're trusting that something is going to occur based on our belief, based on our actions, based on our experience. It is to believe. It is to desire, to have an honest desire, a pure desire for goodness to prevail. So what is my experience, strength and hope? It is knowledge and practical wisdom that I can observe and counter and undergo. It is a strength. It is a quality. It is a state of being strong It is establishing a mental power. It is a force that is a moral power built on right and wrong. It is a firmness. It is courage. When that moves down into hope, it is that feeling of what I wanted can be had and that the events will turn out for the best. And and that's measured I have to accept whatever occurs and consider that the best because maybe that's exactly what God wanted for me. You know, I know that I go to God and ask him for what I want on a regular basis. And God always gives me what I need, which is what I wanted. All along. It is knowing that events will turn out for the best. It is to look forward with desire and a reasonable confidence. It is to believe, to desire, to trust. Do you have experience, strength, and hope? You you can see why we, or I'll own it, that I rely on experience, strength, and hope. Not only my own but we share our experience, strength, and hope with each other that we might solve our common problem. So I rely and trust and look forward to Slow Will and his experience, strength, and hope. When I share with Chaz and what's going on in his amazing recovered life and what's going on with him and Tess and, or, or talk about what's going on with Wendy and Nick and understand what their experience, strength, and hope is. Or Angie and her travels as a single mom and wonder what's going on with her experience, strength and hope, and I am strengthened along the way. Our experience is our past or present point of reference. Our strength is what we are doing or using while the hope is what we derive from it. What is your experience, strength, and hope, and what does it do or represent for you? You know, we can use these three areas as a point of reference or even checkpoints for personal inventory. The Bible says that iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. If we expect to be sharp, then we can use these three areas to sharpen ourselves against. And again, as a point of inventory, you might use this at the end of your day. You might say, in terms of checking out what Robert had happened that day, what was my experience for the day? What was my strength? What did I go through? What did I rely on? And what do I hope to get from it? Do that every day. Use that. If you're not sure what to do or use for your personal inventory every day, why not use your day, your 24-hour window of your experience, strength, and hope? Because you had it whether you admit it or process it or not. We all have experience. Some different than others, some better than others. Some things we wish we wouldn't experience, some things we want to experience more. Some ways we're looking to gain strength. Some ways we're, we're looking, we're just grateful to be as strong as we are. But we all have experience. We all have strength. And as a result of those two things, we derive hope. And if you don't have hope, it's because you don't have experience or strength. Because those two attributes lead to the result of having hope. How do we do today? Did we touch a nerve? Did we encourage you? Did we excite you? I want to invoke a response from you. Please go to recoveryguy.org. Please leave a comment like my friend David uh, Damon uh, C did today uh, on on my podcast. And I'm so grateful to have friends who comment, who share with me, who let me know how we're doing. So go to recoveryguy.org subscribe, share, go to uh, recovery underscore guy on Instagram, go to my Facebook page, The Recovery Guy, go to your favorite podcast channel, download, subscribe, share. It helps me so much when you leave a comment. It helps my Google ranking, which helps other people find me, which helps me help more people. And really the team at Recovery Guy with with Pablo and Jane and, and John Marker, We are striving to reach as many people as possible. Susie as well. That's why Susie contributes. Because she knows there's an audience who sits at the other side of the table and she wants to make a difference. And that's why we do what we do. So go to those places. Download from your your favorite podcast channels. Go read the blogs. Download the blogs. Share the blogs. Go to patreon.com forward slash recovery guy. And see what you can do on a monthly basis to support this recovery movement. Go to Venmo at Robert-Pardon-3 and see what you can do on a one-time basis to support this recovery movement. We know we're making a difference. We have far too many listeners and so many good things are happening. But we believe we can make a bigger difference. We believe that the problem of addiction and people are dying is so great That there's not enough of us out there to really make the dent unless we join together. Please support us. Please encourage us. Please continue to listen and see what else you can do. If you're looking for a life coach, a sober coach, let me know what that looks like. Reach out to me. Let me know. Let's have that conversation to see what we can do to elevate your recovery so you can become as well as possible. And in the meantime, my name is Robert and I am the recovery guide.